Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We are, for today's message, okay, we just finished, if you didn't know, we just finished the message series called At the Core, and we explored the core values of the heart. And we talked about how the core values of the heart, they prompt action, okay? They're not just words that we, that we think sound good. They're not just words that we think should be associated with people like us. Our core values came from us discovering the way we already acted, you see? The way we already think about things, the way we already approach life. And so we had this gap between at the core and a new series that we're starting on Easter Sunday. So we wanted to take some time to talk about what it means to have a culture of invitation. In fact, when we talk about, when we talk about uh, serving, opportunities to serve her at, at the heart, we, we, know, we never say we want to recruit people. You recruit people at a company right? You recruit people to do a job. What we want to do here at the heart is invite people to be a part of something. Because an invitation means that there is a collaboration. There is a shared purpose, a shared vision, a shared desire to get something accomplished. And this culture of invitation is what has fueled the heart from five years ago to today. A culture of invitation, of inviting people, word of mouth, of people sharing what they have experienced here at the heart. And so I wanted to read a scripture for you today. I, I think it'll be up on the screen. It's going to be in the book of John, chapter 13. This is Jesus. It's the words, of, uh, uh, words recorded as Jesus saying this. And he's talking about a new commandment. He's going to, so I'm going to set this up for you real quick. He says, when he had left, Jesus said, now the Son of Man is seen for who he is, and God seen for who he is in him. The moment God is seen in him, God's glory will be on display, and glorifying him, he himself is glorified, glory all around. Children, I am with you for only a short time longer. You are going to look high and low for me, but just as I told the Jews, I'm telling you where I go, you are not able to come. And here we go. Let me give you a new command. Love one another. In the same way I loved you, you love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples when they see the love you have for each other. I love the simplicity of the idea of loving one another, but it is so difficult to always love everyone. I think what's interesting there is it doesn't say love everyone, even though, don't get crazy, okay? Let me give you a new commandment. Watch this. Love one another in the same way I loved you. Love one another. Now, you could go through all of the Gospels, and you can dig into the kind of love that Jesus had, the kind of actions Jesus would take, the way he would talk to people that couldn't help him, the way he would talk to people who he was frustrated with, the way he talked to people that were looking to be healed, that were, that were lost that didn't know what they were doing in life, that didn't know what to do with their finances, didn't know what to do with their, uh, with their relationships. You can look at the different ways Jesus would talk to people, take care of people, be there for people, and love people. And that is the opportunity that we have. So when we talk about a culture of invitation, I don't want you to invite people to come to church. That's easy. That's easy to come here for an hour and then go on. My challenge for you is not to just invite someone to church. It's invite someone 
into something that you love. And so with that being said, I want to invite our, uh, our, our uh, leadership team up, Matt, Crystal, and Birdie, and we're going to have a conversation. Y'all come. Let's give it up for Matt, Crystal, and Birdie. They love applause. That's what they tell me all the time, like, more, more applause. All right. Y'all are going to get the juice today. This is our version of a couch and a chair. All right, so what I want to do today, y'all, this is going to be fun, okay? Uh, I should have taken questions. Anybody have questions? I should have done that. Um, so what I want to do is I'm going to have a few uh, questions for, uh, for them. And I, what, I want from, what I want for y'all, okay, is to be able to hear, because uh, y'all get to hear from my heart a lot, right? If you're here on a, on a Sunday or listen to the podcast or watch a video, you get to hear from my heart quite a bit. And so I love to be able to, to, to have the, the team up here uh, whenever we can to be able to hear their heart as well, kind of their, their thoughts and share, share that. So um, I have a few questions for y'all. Are you ready? Actually, let's do a quick intro just in case not everybody knows your names and who you are. Okay, do a dance move. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, if I haven't met you, my name is Birdie Schneider. Um, I'm one of the leaders on our Next Level Leadership Team, and um, I also lead our Heart Band. And I'm losing my voice a little bit, so bear with me here. My name is Matthew Worthington. Um, probably seen me up here playing the cone with the band. Um, also kind of uh, help lead our connect groups with my boy Austin Terry over there. Um, so just love you guys and glad to be up here. Um, I'm Crystal Stotzenberger. If you can't pronounce my last name, it's okay. I can barely do it either. Um, but I'm on our Next Level team, and then also I help to lead our marketing team as well. When I first met Crystal and I was putting her info on the phone, I said, how do you spell your last name? And she said, I don't know. That is probably true. <laughs> I was like, that's a weird joke. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, awesome. Okay, so here's the questions I have for y'all. Okay, and I, I prepared them, so just so you know. Um, what was the invitation that brought you to the heart? I can kick us off. Okay. This is a fun story. Um, I always joke with Dom that I was bamboozled into <laughs> my invitation here, but um, when I first moved from San Diego, I was in the military and then moved down to uh, – New Braunfels originally, and we started to go to a church in Seguin. Um, it was Crossroads, and Dom had been sharing a couple of times. We had seen him share, and then uh, there was a Sunday where I wanted to go up and ask for prayer, and so we did that, and then he said, hey, why don't you come over for dinner on Friday? Come over and have dinner with me and my family. So I was like, okay, that's exciting. Um, so Friday rolled around, and we walked through the door, and there were probably 15, 20 people in the house and it was the first vision meeting for the heart and so um, I thought I was coming to dinner but it was this like first step into this community and I remember Brene Brown was on the TV and I was like these are my people if you guys don't know who Brene Brown is talk to me after we can we can chat but um, that was my first step I mean we even broke into groups like where we were gonna serve and Eric and I went to kids and you're like, we don't know what this is, but let's do it. So that was my invitation. Uh, it's a little bit of a fussy memory. I, d I told you it was a vision meeting. I'm positive. He didn't. He didn't. And here I am. 
I was going to say, kind of along those lines, we had started going to a little, um, a little like the first Connect group before anything had really gotten going. Um, so we were meeting on Monday nights. Um, it was just a group of random, a lot of us worked out together. We were just, I think, Paige and Dom both had talked and was like starting this little group. I was like, oh, I'll go check this out on Monday nights. And, um, you know, it kind of put a wrench in things because I started missing Monday night football. And I was like, well, this isn't, you know, I don't know about all this. And so it moved to Sunday night. Well, my boy Eric, who's here. I forgot about that. That was like a real issue. Like, man, it's Monday night football. Should we move the nights? So I'm like, I don't know. Um, so we moved it to, it moved to Sunday nights. Well, me and my friend Eric, who's still here, started with kids, and now you see him out there welcoming you guys. And then my boy John McElfresh, who now lives in California. Well, they used to come over and have dinner with my wife and daughter. And we always, on Sunday nights, we, we just called it family dinner. And they would come over, we'd hang out and eat. Well, the, the group moved to Sunday nights, and I'm like, oh, now it's messing up family night. So I brought both of them with me, because I was like, well, we're going to be in this together, you know, since we've been hanging out. Um, but kind of the same thing as, as the, the vision. I did know that it was a, a vision meeting coming up. I wasn't quite surprised like Crystal. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, but, yeah, so Dom invited us to kind of take another step. He's like, hey, I've been really, we've, been, we've got this vision for this community and the heart and all this stuff behind it. And I was still like, you know, one foot out. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm just waiting to bolt out of here. Uh, I was not like at that point. I grew up in church. Um, I have some good memories from church growing up, and I have some bad memories from church growing up. Um, never been mad at God or anything, but just people and, and the way that uh, the kind of community was growing up, um, it wasn't something I was, you know, completely fond of or wanted to mimic. So even telling my wife, I was like, oh, they're starting this church. I really think that, you know, these are good people and really mean this about the love of everybody and welcoming. And, and she was like, ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think we've got some emails she's read that are pretty funny back and forth and going on for like weeks. I'm like, come on, just try it out. So it was like invitation, invitation, invitation of, and trying to get everybody. But once we kind of started going along and brought Michelle along, I think that's when we, you know, kind of realized these were our people and it weren't, we weren't, no, nobody was here to like judge or this is how you should be doing. It was all like this open space so that we could kind of learn, grow, be on our own journey of faith. Um, even coming in, I remember Crystal and them being there, and we had like half of the people had kind of like been in church currently, and then the other half of us like had been in church before but weren't. So then there was like kind of that little back and forth of like trying to figure everybody out and where everybody was coming from. So that invitation, I felt like it was just these multiple like Dom asked to come to the Connect group, and then it's like in the church. So and then I'm inviting people. So it's just all this big kind of uh, community of invitation from yeah. the very beginning. How about you, Bird? My story's a little different. Um, they were bamboo bamboozled into church, and I was romanced into church. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing someone at the time who was a part of the community when it was starting and had been working out with um, Dom and that crew at CrossFit. <laughs> romanced. That's good. <laughs> Swept off my feet. Um, so I um, had been seeing a guy who was a part of all of this, and he had asked me to come to church a couple times, and I was like, oh, no, thank you, multiple times. And it was probably the third-ish time I was like, okay, I'm going to show up to church. It was when uh, the heart was at Crockett. It used to be at an elementary school here in town. And I remember I went, and I walked in, and um, the guy at the time was inside, so I was by myself walking in because he was helping serve and set up, and what a guy. And um, I walked in, and Amber and Dom were at the front, um, they were the first people that I met. Well, it was Amber and um, Dom's wife back there. And she uh, 
was like, hi, I'm Amber. Let me see your phone. I'm going to put my, my name in your phone in all caps. It's still in all caps to this day. <laughs> um, you know, went in, was a part of the experience. As I was leaving, you know, I bolted out of there because I also, I was raised in church. I was raised in uh, a church community. And uh, when I grew up and went to college, it was very, I wanted to do life on my own. I wasn't going to a church. So this is my first time back in quite a while. Um, to a church at the time and I went out bolted right after because I didn't want to stay and talk to anyone and I was probably almost to my car which was you know from here to I don't gold gym maybe um and someone I hear someone from down the street who's like wait <laughs> screaming and chasing me and I'm kind of hustling <laughs> faster and Dom has pretty much chased me to my car and um <laughs> and uh, invited me back for the next Sunday, which was really cool because it was the first time that I had been to a church invited by someone and was invited back by someone else. And so that was a very strange experience for me. I mean, other than being chased, that was <laughs> strange in <laughs> itself. <laughs> but Who knows how many people have creeped out? <laughs> like, but I, I just want to connect. <laughs> <laughs> I was pursued. Um, <laughs> that was my, my invitation. It was one big romance <laughs> swept into yeah. my heart. <laughs> um, what about, uh, okay, so um, so there's one trick I have, and it's getting you on the team. And then once you're on the team, no more tricks, I guess is what it is, right? Um, so going from, you know, your invitation to how you, how you ended up here, because, um, I mean, you know, uh, for those of you that don't know everything, kind of like uh, their invitation, where they, where they came from now, um, we, the, the four of us, a meet together several times a week. Um, all three of them have full-time jobs and then also uh, are on the leadership team here at The Heart. So um, the way we kind of do things is I ask a lot of them. Um, and most days I feel bad about how much I ask, but they do a pretty good job of like reminding me like we want to do this, we're here to do whatever we need to do. Um, so they're very, very supportive in what we're able to, we're able to do here at, uh, at the heart. So um, going from you being invited, uh, can you share a story where uh, you have invited someone now that you, you know, kind of were here and this was your place? What's the story you have of inviting someone to the heart, specifically to church or a I connect group or whatever? Yeah, um I guess, so my, my family, I'm born and raised from San Marcos, so I'm a true San Martian, what's up? Um, and my family lives here in San Marcos too. Um, I'm lucky enough to have them close by. So as I kind of, you know, was doing my own thing all through college and even after college for a little bit, um, I very much so the heart was my thing and um, I hadn't taken the opportunity to invite my family into it. We're not, we, you know, had all been doing our own thing, going to different churches or not going to church. So it was kind of a special experience for me to be able to invite my family into it. They're, my brother and my mom are here today Whoop. back there. <laughs> <laughs> um, they didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, so inviting them in has been a really special experience to specifically to the church. Um, for them to kind of experience and have a journey in their faith and have their own relationships here and be a part of different things here. My mom probably took your temperature when you walked in. Um, so I kind of, this kind of leads into a bigger conversation, but inviting, being able to invite them in to church with me at my church now has become their church. And it's been, it's been really cool to watch everyone grow in their own directions, but still together as a family. So I invited my family. Yeah, that's awesome. You're welcome. I think to kind of piggyback off what you said, um, 
this was kind of done during COVID when um, we were like trying to figure out how to do all this online and connect groups on Zoom and all this stuff. Um, so at the time, you know, it was like, well, okay, how can we make this work and still keep our community? A piece that kind of came from this that I didn't even think about, um, I was able to invite my cousins um, to connect group because, you know, we always do connect groups in person. Well, now we're doing them on Zoom as well. Um, so I was able to get my cousins that live up in Nashville um, to kind of start joining. Um, they started watching some Sundays. They would come to connect groups every once in a while on Tuesday nights. And it was really cool because, um, you know, we grew up together, but, you know, we're kind of separate now. I was able to bring them into, you know, kind of almost back into my community. Like, mm -hmm. here's my community here. And, like, they got to kind of join in with that. Um, so I thought that was really cool, like you said, Bert, even though, you know, your parents are here in town and your family's here in town, they were able to come, and now my family who lives, you know, hours away was also able to be a part of this. So that kind of invitation and, and being able to kind of pull people in that either were or weren't in my circle before and, like, keeping them in that circle has been really cool, and I've really, really enjoyed that, even through, you know, a tough time like the pandemic. Yeah. I guess it was about... For almost five years ago, I had uh, started a podcast with a friend of mine, early 20s. I was in my early 20s probably at that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had started this podcast, and, you know, we, it, was a, it was a good time. We were interviewing entre entrepreneurs and had started to push this podcast out. And then um, about eight months into that, we decided to do a meetup in Austin at a coffee shop really not thinking anyone was going to show up, but there were a couple of girls that showed up, and there was this girl, and she was talking about her tiny house and how she had just moved back from Hawaii, and I was like, man, this chick's really cool. So after that meetup, she reached out, and um, she just had mentioned that she, you know, had been following me on social media, and so I invited her to the heart because they just moved from Luling, Texas, uh, into Canyon Lake. They had just bought some property, and so I uh, asked her, I was like, hey, come to my church, and we can catch up and go have lunch, and I really didn't think they were going to come, but I'm sitting over here, and I get a message through our Facebook, our, our heart Facebook, and it was her. It was Nicole Archer and her husband, Mark Archer, and she was like, hey, we're trying to find you guys, and so I was so excited. I ran outside, got her, and um, it was a really cool thing because we started to invite Nicole to serve on the marketing team, and she actually led the marketing team for a few years, and then Dom and production, people that were working in production, invited her husband, Mark, to serve, and so their whole family served with us for yeah. a few years, and they recently moved to Houston, but um, it was just that invitation same story as Bertie and Matt, where this became their community from a simple invitation, and they discovered their own path within the community and served and laid such a foundation for what we're still doing today. Yeah. And now they have a beautiful baby girl, they do. and they call her Bertie, which is clearly after me. Bertie's taking credit. Is that credit. nickname for her, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what have we done? <laughs> now we got you. Um, uh, so, okay, so now kind of looking at the difference here between this, something, here's, here's what I want you to be thinking about, or I'll just read it here, but um, there's something different about inviting someone to church and inviting someone into a community, okay? So maybe that's just semantics, um, but, you know, if, if we're inviting someone to church, what we're saying is, can you, you know, 
sacrifice an hour and a half of your day, including, you know, prep time, getting ready, coming here, you know, skating out right when we're done, whatever, right? That is, that is a certain kind of invitation. And then there's a difference in th from that to inviting someone to be a part of what you're doing, right? So in your own words, what's the difference between inviting someone to come to church and inviting someone into your community? That's a good question, Dom. Yeah, thank you. In my own words. Um, so inviting someone to church for me has always been kind of transactional. You, either you put an invitation out there, they show up to church, you hope, or they say no. Um, so when it comes to inviting someone into your community, I guess the difference for me has been inviting them to be a part of your life, inviting them into your friendships, into what you do throughout the week, into a lot of really hard stuff, into our messes. Um, but also wanting to be in theirs and pretty much saying, you know, the the contrast for me is come to church and be here with me for an hour-ish um, or come and be a part of my life and I want to be a part of yours. So that's kind of the, the contrast for me. Yeah, I think that would fall along the same lines. And in fact, I would say if you had asked me that question, you know, five, six years ago, I would have had a very different answer Community in the past to me felt very surface level and maybe that's how I had always experienced it. And then stepping into the heart, community is laced with so much. There's challenges and grit that intertwines and hope and this space to be able to lean in and hold each other to the person that um, you know, you're working to become. And like Birdie said, I remember stepping in and I think Dom, maybe you said it um, about how we want to be in each other's mess. And you hear those kinds of things, but when you start to truly experience it and challenge each other with that, it defines community in an entirely different way. Um, and once you make that choice to step into it, for me personally, I can't imagine living any other way because I feel like for the first time in my life over the past five years um, there's like this rawness in the friendships that I have um, there's a very free space to be myself um, and to walk alongside people as they're themselves as well and discovering what that looks like together yeah for sure I think that's a good point too about you know being in each other's mess which we say a lot <clears throat> I'm a very private person um, my wife's very private as well, even more private than me. Yeah. Um, so that kind of living, that kind of community is, you know, is even tough to kind of like. It's, it's a challenge. A part of, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but there's so much freedom in that and knowing you have that, like these people are here to support me. I can tell them anything that's going on and they'll have, you know, understanding whether they've been through it or not. Um, so that's always been big for me. I think we, we do this conference every year <clears throat> and um, the up in Dallas, and this year we did it on Zoom, and they were talking about, uh, there was a, a his uh, brother Ed's, brother Ed's counselor was on there, and she was, her, the title of hers was, How Are You? Um, and so can I, when I look at this question, I kind of see this difference from what she said. When you're walking down the street or talking to somebody, you're like, how are you? And like, oh, good, what, you know, you're not getting any details. You're just, you know, saying and moving on. Yeah, and so to me, that was almost like inviting someone to church is kind of like that, like, hey, you want to come to church? Cool, okay. 
then she got into like she's like I asked that question again like no how are you yeah. how are you like trying to really right. dig into that and then you opening up and telling them so I see that when it comes over to inviting you to community is like I'm not just asking like, how are you doing I want you to come in whatever I'm like I'm wanting to be in your life I'm wanting to do life with you I'm wanting to be in your mess I'm hoping you want to be in my mess let's do this together so that's where I see the the difference yeah that, uh, man I really like that uh, a lot of like this um, uh, like how how are you really? You know what I mean? Yeah, like kind of really uh, a proper ask, not because there's a lot of times when uh, you know I'll say to somebody how are you, and all I want them to say is good. You know what I mean? Like I don't have the time, you know, or what? It, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like look, I'm just getting coffee. I'm here for a couple of minutes. Or, you know what I mean? Um, so uh, uh, it's it's so it's so important and. And that's a good point as well is it's a challenge. It's a challenge to be messy with people. Um, we do not naturally want to share the parts of our life that we uh, have shame about, right? That's not something that most of us naturally do. And so it's been very important for us from the very, very beginning to... Um, uh, I, I, this sounds so cliche, but we've always wanted to try and be as real as possible, right? It, it, to be who we really are. And uh, I was thinking about this question for myself, and, you know, um, I have my own issues, you know, when it comes to, like, inviting people to church. Part of it is, like, this weird thing of, like, uh, you know, I'm going to invite, like, I want you to come watch me, you know, preach. That's a little bit weird for me. Like, you're really going to love it there. there. He's a great speaker. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I have my own issues with that, but then I think a part of it, too, is kind of as we were preparing for this and understanding the difference between inviting someone to church and inviting someone into a community is once people find out, again, this is my own issues I'm bringing, once people find out, sometimes if I'm you know, at a coffee shop, like this, this place I've been going to, coffee, and um, somebody will ask, because I'm always, you know, I'm in there and I'm on the computer and then I'm having meetings, and they're like, so what do you do? And there's always a part of me that doesn't want to say I'm a pastor because sometimes, not all the time, if people hear that I'm a pastor, the way they talk around me changes. The way they, uh, you know, our conversations start to look a little bit different. And um, it, it, there's, and that's, like I said, that's the issues that I'm kind of bringing from, you know, me growing up. But I, I want people to know, I want people to feel that I am interested in connecting with them whether or not they ever come to the heart, right? Whether or not they ever visit the church has nothing to do with my desire to connect. And so um, I, I would rather invite someone to a, a Super Bowl party uh, maybe before I'd invite them to church because at church you'll be able to experience a little bit of, you know, our music is great here and the people are great here and, you know, the messages are juice, but... It's it's at it's, it's it's out in the real world. It's out when we're when we're really able to just kind of be ourselves. And and for those of you that know me, I am no different up here than I am out in the world. Okay, I might you know I cuss a lot less up here uh, than <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Uh, we'll edit that out. Um, yeah. Oh right, <laughs> I forgot we're streaming. Cut, uh, cut the stream real quick. Technical difficulties. Uh, but my point is, is uh, you know, I probably listen to some music that would offend some people and watch some movies that would offend some people or whatever. And so it's not about, I'm, you know, I'm going to be rebellious to be rebellious. It's a matter of, 
I am who I am, and I'm growing, and I'm changing, and I'm willing to grow and change, and I want people around me who will challenge me in that, who will challenge the things I do and say and think, and I want to be able to challenge people as well. And that's kind of, that's what we mean by this culture of invitation is we want to invite you, invite your family, invite your friends to be a part of a community where they can have the space to be who they are. I feel like, I don't think that's, you know, groundbreaking, and I don't know how life-changing it is, but I think it's so easy for a church community to be, we want to invite you to become, uh, to become better. We want to invite you, so you to, to, to church so you can become less sinful, right? So you can follow the right rules. And, you know, I just think that's so boring. I just feel like life is so much more nuanced than that. And we're so much more human than this, than this thing of black and white. So that is what, that this, this kind of inviting people into the community of the heart. That's why we say things like, you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. Because you don't need to have an attendance record. You don't need to have a giving record. You don't need to serve here at the heart to be able to be a part of a community where you can have the space and the safety to be who you are where you are on your journey of faith. And I think that, you know, kind of just, it's exciting to me to think about that, the difference of, you know, a transaction of inviting someone to church and, uh, and something deeper that happens there. So with a few, uh, uh, a few minutes that we have uh, left, um, somewhat rapid fire, okay, but, but you know, um, in, in one word, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, my, my question for, for, from this, kind of stemming off of like, you know, an invitation to church, the, how, do you, how, you know, they ended up here, and maybe, uh, hopefully this, you know, during this, you've been thinking about this for yourself is, you know, how you ended up here at the heart, and, and even if it, was, it wasn't an invitation by someone, maybe it was you felt invited because you saw us online, you know what I mean? You, you, you felt safe being able to come because you researched us on, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. In fact, uh, the Dawsons, the Dawsons aren't here, uh, Chris is here, but uh, the Dawsons, I was talking to uh, Chris, our, our, our live stream extraordinaire back there. Uh, his dad, uh, uh, and uh, 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 Chris and Charlotte, they were research. They were still living in Germany, and they were researching churches in San Marcos. So they were moved to the area, and I remember him, he, he came and he's wild, man. If you haven't met him, but he had so many questions, so many details, and it was like he had been looking at us way before we ever we ever uh, even met him. And so there's something there that even if you don't get invited by someone, there is there is a culture of invitation that is bigger. It transcends just a face to face invitation there. So. Anyway, um, like I said, let's wrap it up quick. <laughs> um, so how, how then this kind of understanding what invitation can look like, understanding that invitation can be different than just uh, uh, inviting someone to church and it can be inviting someone into your community, how has this changed uh, the definition for y'all of inviting, for, inviting, um, uh, inviting someone into what you love into maybe showing them something that they can love, right? Because it, it, it's one thing to say, I want you to experience what I'm experiencing, and it's a different thing to say, I want you to experience this for yourself in the way that you will, right? So can you guys speak to that a little bit? One of my favorite things about watching that process play out, Z and I were talking about this uh, yesterday, in fact. Um, 
I can invite someone into this community. I've been a part of it. I believe in, um, you know, what is happening here, and I love that. But one of my favorite things to watch is when someone steps into the community and they discover that for themselves in their own way. So I think through, like, Austin and Zelina and Nicole, who I was talking about earlier, and Robert Payne, and all of these people who are in this community, and um, they've discovered what they love about it, and they've brought people into the community. Um, and that is so special to watch someone grow. And it's not just like what Dom was saying. It hasn't just been, you know, you invite someone into church because you love church, there's people who um, have grown in their marriages or their jobs or um, their friendships, and it stemmed from this community. And so that, to me, is just the most special thing is to watch someone find their own place and that just process be duplicated and more people stepping into the community and doing yeah. life together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was thinking a little bit about this when, when we invite people into our community, it's kind of, it's been, I'm terrible with analogies, so just bear with me, but it's been reminding me a little bit of um, when we plant seeds and the idea of inviting someone into church. We plant a seed. Usually you want to, you know, meet them outside or save a seat for them or, you know, if this is their first time here and you're inviting them. But there's also, you know, taking good care of them, packing the soil in, making sure they have enough sunlight, but then, but then letting them grow and it, it doesn't become, you know, you ha you saving their seat every Sunday. They're, you're setting them up to register on the Church Center app, and they can reserve their seat now, and they can invite people. And, you know, it's like helping someone up to st mm -hmm. when, they, when they need help standing and then sending them off. And I feel like that's what's so cool is how this culture empowers people. And when we invite people, we're not, you know, they're not piggybacked on us for the rest of our lives now or the rest of our church lives. We're setting them on their own two feet and saying, like, I'm here. We're in this together and empowering them and now they're a you know a vital part of our community and we get to know them and you introduce them to someone and mm -hmm. it just goes from there and they get to be a really powerful part of the community when they are empowered to be a part of it yeah and i think um kind of looking at that has been really fun and exciting we talked about this le yesterday we had a little um get together meeting to discuss the conference we went on and, and kind of brainstorm some ideas but it got me thinking about um a guy that that was going here back when we went to Crockett and um, you know he was kind of like everybody else was just invited in and didn't really know what he was getting into but um, he came to Crockett and you know for him it was able to you know he was connected back to God he grew up in church kind of got away and we like it, it kind of became the springboard for him so like like they mentioned seeing people grow has been so unique and so cool just to see somebody you like you're you're watching it and you're doing it you know it's not like we're watching from afar we're like in it with you mm. um so all being in this together and just watching each person and wherever they might grow wherever they might go whatever they might do it's just it's not like we're guiding that or like no this is where you need to go and the way you need to do it it's like no we're just like creating this space for you to do that and then we're all going to like cheer you on and watch you graduate or whatever it is right, you know right. together so that's been really cool really exciting that's one of the the biggest things that um i love about our community and being a part of a community is that is that love and that um kind of appreciation for watching everyone grow and, and whatever that might look like and being able to like cheer cheer them on and say oh we we all played a part in that that's that's our people so yeah 
There's a um, there's a, a, a kind of an old, uh, or I don't know how old it is, but uh, this concept of like, you ever heard when it comes to uh, religion or whatever, the bait and switch, right? Where uh, we kind of get you there with like free pizza and hey, we're all just going to hang out or whatever it or is, a right? Dinner, or maybe a dinner. Yeah, yeah or a dinner. Yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and it works. Um, that's my point. Um, no, it, it, this, this kind of bait and switch, and I, and I feel like for us, if we do have a bait and switch, the bait and switch is, uh, and it's funny because the bait is come to church, uh, but the switch is join the community, right? We, when, when we say we want you to come to church, the heart behind it is there's so much more for you in this than attending church on a Sunday, and some people aren't ready for that. They aren't ready to have 20 new friends in their life. Right? They're not ready to be vulnerable about everything in their life, and that's okay. The point isn't to hurry up and get people to be vulnerable. The point isn't to hurry up and get people to be whatever. The point is to let people know you are good where you are, but you're going to grow. There's nothing wrong with where you are, but the community uh, 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 that we have here is a community of growth that promotes growth, that challenges growth. And there's going to be something special that happens, and many of you have already, have already experienced this, because there was a time when you visited the heart, and it wasn't your community. It was, it was the heart community, and you would visit sometimes. And, and you would, it would talk to the, the person that invited you and say, man, you, I, I, it's really cool what you guys are doing over there. Or I really like some, some, some parts of it. <laughs> I really, that, that guy that plays the cajon, whoo, whoo, he can hammer that cajon. You know, whatever it is. And then, and then, for some of us, not all of us, and some of us that this happened to, they've moved on, but then there's a time where you're no longer visiting the heart. Now you call the heart your home. That is what, that is the long version of an invitation. Now an invitation has reached its, its goal because now you no, now no, you no longer, because when you're here, we say you're part of the community, right? We have a thing that we say as well that you don't uh, have to believe what we believe to belong. You can belong to our community before you agree to anything. But there's a certain point in time for a lot of us when it no longer becomes something that we are visiting and it now becomes ours. It becomes ours, and that is the challenge that I want to you. When you invite someone for Easter Sunday, invite someone to watch the live stream, invite someone to listen to the podcast, I want you to know, or I want you to have it in your heart or be able to see that, that the invitation can mean so much more than a 25-minute podcast. That invitation that you choose to, to extend, that you, you, you build up the bravery, you build up the courage, and you invite someone to maybe check it out, you are opening the door to a possible community for that person. Maybe a community that they didn't know that they needed. Maybe a community that can help them heal from the previous community that they were a part of. What an amazing opportunity that we have to be able to do that for, for someone. That's, that's a challenge I have for you this week, is to invite someone not just to church, but to be a part of your community, whatever that looks like for you. If we could real quick, I want you to uh, uh, close your eyes and let's, uh, let's pray. God, thank you so much for the opportunity that we have today to be people who invite God. We have been invited to be a part of a community. We have been invited to be a part of this, and we are invited to invite. 
I pray that we would be brave enough to invite people in our life to be a part of our church, to be a part of our community, to be a part of our life, to be a part of family night dinner, to be a part of Monday night football watching, to be a part of whatever it is that we want to include people in our life. God, thank you for, uh, for being there with us in that. Thank you for giving us the space to grow, the space to be content with who we are, but also the drive to grow into the people that you are creating us to be. God, it's because of your grace, your love, your hope that you have given us through your son, Jesus, that we're able to celebrate an Easter Sunday, that we're able to celebrate new life. So I pray that you would bring people up in our mind today, this week, that we could text and invite. A simple text message, a simple phone call, a meetup for coffee can lead to an invitation where people can experience real community. We thank you for that, and we pray that in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, our mission and goal is to connect people to the heart of God. If you would like to pursue a relationship with Jesus Christ, please visit us at www.theheart.church for more information. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who might benefit from it. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we'd like to invite you to visit us this Sunday morning. We have two experiences for you to choose from at 9.30 and 11 a.m., all happening at the Spot Cinema House and Eatery. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how our relationships grow and how your faith grows.